Welcome to the Branding Blueprint Podcast, where we give you the tools you need to build an unforgettable brand and walk through the chaos of building a business in real time as it happens here at Craftsman Creative. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Ashley German. Ashley is our brand coordinator here at Craftsman, and we're going to be talking about working with Gen Z, a topic that is terribly frightening for business owners all over the country. But also, I want to talk about how it's an opportunity to really serve that generation well and give them what they're looking for. Hey, Ashley, how's it going? Good. Hi, Sean. How are you? I'm doing really well. I've really enjoyed having all of our team members on the podcast recently, and little does everybody know, but you are the one who's responsible for coordinating this effort all the time, so thank you for that. I think it's turning out great, or at least that's what people tell me. Oh, yeah, I'm so glad. I have a lot of fun doing it, so I'm glad to do it. Cool, and now you're on the mic this time, so oh, yeah. no pressure. Everybody, just as a quick intro, Ashley and I have had some really great conversations about future generations and what they're looking for in a workplace and also what what is the potential influence of Gen Z specifically on the workplace in the coming, you know, months and years and of course we'll probably be talking about generation alpha before we know it but in the meantime I feel I find myself interviewing a lot of Gen Z candidates a lot you included and it's it's just really fun for me to to talk about. So Ashley, why don't you give me a little bit of background on you as a Gen Zer and your career journey so far and maybe use that as a segue to kind of hop into the topic for today. Yeah, for sure. So I am a Gen Zer obviously. I just recently graduated college a year ago and so I've been in a variety of internships. I had my first big girl job out of college last year. And then I made the transition to Craftsman about two months ago. So I've been interviewing for, I want to say, what feels like the last three years and been into different workplaces and trying to figure out how to navigate that as a young person. And I think a lot of people have preconceived notions about Gen Z, and that could be pretty negative, that we're lazy or we have way too high of expectations, which I will say we do have high expectations, but I don't think that means that we're lazy or we just expect to do the bare minimum and get by with it. So I just like being able to share that that is not all true and that we are hard workers and we're a force to be reckoned with in the workplace. And one day we're going to run it. And I hope everyone's ready for us. (laughs) Totally. One day, probably more soon than all of us realize, I think. I actually was just thinking as you were talking, I had like this like, I don't know if I'll call it a deja vu moment, but we'll go with it. Like maybe 10 years ago or maybe eight years ago. I was like, they had like this like huge like conference or, you know, like workshop or something. And it was like, Mm -hmm. how to work with millennials, which probably sounds so stupid to you (laughs) because you're like, millennials, those people are old. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I... And it's it's so funny to me that we're, we now find ourselves talking about Gen Z as such a present reality because I remember the way that that felt not too long ago was how I, like a lot of us feel about, you know, the generation after yours Mm -hmm. and... You know, before you know it, you know, I think this is just a, a normal part of of corporate life and, and mm-hmm. being in business. You are going to just inevitably have to shift and change so often. But it's really important to also make sure that you're giving individualized attention to each generation. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, the same way that I was at that conference talking about I was like a millennial, like hiding in the corner. <laughs> like, <laughs> please don't look at me. <laughs> Meanwhile, people are like, are you 12? But now we're finding ourselves in Gen Z and really, you know, there's unique qualities of that generation that we need to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. What are those unique qualities from your from your perspective? Like what makes Gen Zers stay at a, at a job? Yeah. 
So the current trends that we're seeing right now of what makes Gen Zers what stay we're seeing, at a job. Like you're like, what we're what seeing. I'm seeing about yeah. myself whenever I, I have, think about it. I have my pulse on it or I have a pulse on it. There mm-hmm. we go. So the three main reasons why Gen Zers are staying at jobs is because there's first an empowering work culture and there's growth potential. And then there is personal coworker relationships. So these are three of the most important things that Gen Zers are looking for. Mm. And this totally encapsulates what Gen Z stands for and what we're looking for, not just out of workplace, but out of life in general. And I want to share my own personal experiences with this at Craftsman because I personally, and I'm biased, but I love it. Craftsman does a fantastic job at creating a great workplace for Gen Z. And what I find is that the culture is something that really empowers me. And that's because we have a lot of values. Our values being honest, giving grace, creating confidently, pursuing growth and taking responsibility. That's all things that not only does Gen Z look for and appreciate, but also it helps us grow. So taking responsibility. That's something that I really enjoy because oftentimes I feel like as Gen Z, because we are the new people in the workplace and we're young, we don't quite have the experience that our coworkers do. It helps us feel comfortable. And that's why giving grace is so important, too, because I'm bound to mess up. Mm. You know, we're young. We're bound to make mistakes. But if we feel comfortable making those mistakes, that's ultimately how we're going to grow. And we know that it's not the end of the world when it happens. Mm. And I think that goes back to what you were saying about having an empowering work culture. Mm -hmm. I think on the surface, whenever you say, you know, a Gen Z, somebody who's a part of that generation really wants to be empowered. I think on the surface that might appear as though they might that they want to be encouraged, mm-hmm. but I think it goes quite a bit deeper than that. Mm-hmm. Empowerment is very different than encouragement in that it challenges. Mm-hmm. And I have noticed about you as well as others that I have worked with in other jobs and in this job from your generation that you and I, of course every every there's some generalities that you would say about each generation that might not be true about everybody, but for the most part I think it really speaks to a core truth, and that is that you want the opportunity to be challenged. Mm -hmm. You don't want to just be put in a room and to learn by osmosis. Mm -hmm. You want to learn by being steeped in something in a way that almost you're not even ready for yet. Mm -hmm. And so I think that really speaks to that first point. Exactly. And this kind of goes into what I'm going to touch on later, but Gen Z really looks for purpose. And when you can find purpose in a job, that makes it that much better and it makes us that much more empowered to do a great job and to be a great employee. And I just think that's something that's super important to consider when you're employing Gen Z is that we're not here to just be here. We're here to actually serve and have a purpose when we're doing it. Hmm. Talk me through how you like, you know, if it since purpose matters so much to you. Now I'm using this as like an actual insight session, but <laughs> what Talk to me about your personal purpose, mm-hmm. uh, just as an individual, mm-hmm. and then connect that to craftsmen for me. Just pretend like you're talking to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because I think that that would give really great insight into like, you know, how a real life Gen Z employee who's a high achiever, by the way, way to go, you know, how you really perceive your purpose and connect it to a company environment. So, you know, yeah. how would you answer a question like that? I think you're like, I have to think on the spot. I was like, wow. You're going off script, Sean. I was like, Sean, this isn't on the outline. Just (laughs) kidding. My personal purpose is to help give voices to those that don't necessarily have voices. And I kind of have a little bit of humor in that, in that I'm a very talkative, outgoing person. (laughs) And I always like to take 
or take special attention to people that don't necessarily have that talent or it's not where they excel the most. And that connects to Craftsman because at Craftsman, we focus on medium size to small brands. Mm. And I love that because big companies and big brands are going to have the resources to have very high quality content where the smaller businesses, they may not have the resources or they may not have the knowledge of where to find that. And I think that's extremely important of what Craftsman does because everyone deserves to have a well thought out brand and everyone deserves to have great content and everyone's business deserves to grow. And that's why I love Craftsman so much is because I can see my personal purpose shining through the work that we do here. Hmm. I think that's, well, really fun for me to hear. And I think it really connects to, you know, not just our clients and correct me if I'm wrong here, but we've been talking a lot internally about our purpose as a team, as it relates to not just client service, but also, you know, running a business, it all of us, I view all of us as leaders in this, by the way, running a business together and seeking out a profitable business at mm -hmm. that and then talking about how to use that profit for good, mm -hmm. really like tangibly. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I think that that also can can be something under consideration, be kind of beyond that like surface level, like we serve our we serve our clients and like because of the types of clients we serve, like mm -hmm. those are the like you're giving the the voice to the the people who don't necessarily have it at the moment like that's so meaningful and then even taking it steps further into the agency at a high level in terms of you know what what are we actually trying to achieve at the end of the day and you know what is our legacy and what is what does it actually look like in terms of having purpose on multiple levels not just one you know i've seen you kind of in in meetings where we've talked about that and explored that and frankly we're still in the midst of it mm -hmm. you know kind of perk up and really add value in terms of letting your voice be heard in regards mm -hmm. to that which really speaks to the fact that you have purpose a pretty clearly defined purpose mm -hmm. and and you want to speak into the company's purpose and and you're in a place where we welcome that and i'm proud that we've created that frankly i think it's it's something that a lot of people appreciate but especially people like you yeah, I agree. I think it's a great environment to be a part of. And especially being so young and being new to the workforce, having an environment in which I feel comfortable speaking up and sharing my ideas. I think that's super important. And not just at Craftsman, but I think other companies that do that too, they're going to have more success with their Gen Z employees than companies that don't do that. Mm -hmm, totally. All right. So, you know, let's let's go down this list some more talking about growth potential and talking about having really great relationships with coworkers. Mm -hmm. You know, connect connect the dots for me in terms of those things that you care about and, you know, what your experience is like at Craftsman and maybe even not just your experience, but the people that you are just naturally mm -hmm. <laughs> hanging out with after hours. And, yeah. and you know, you're, you're you go and you say, oh, my gosh, my job's the best. And then <laughs> Other people are like, my job's terrible. Mm -hmm. Or maybe they think it's the best too. But dive into some of that because, you know, there's only so many people we can really glean wisdom from on, on this particular topic. Mm -hmm. And I think you're really positioned to add some value here. Yeah. So like I said, growth potential is extremely important to us Gen Zers and not just professional growth, but also personal growth. Mm -hmm. We're always looking for ways to improve ourselves ourselves and maybe reading self-help books. Like we love TikTok. We're always looking at how to improve your morning routine and things like that. But even your relationships with people. And I think a way that Craftsman does that is by implementing the personality tests. 
And I know in the past two months, I've learned way more about myself than I probably have in the last decade. And that's a pretty transformational decade, Mm. just of how I work and how I interact with people. And I think a lot of the times we look at how we work and we focus on what we can improve on. And while that's important, it's also extremely important to focus on what you're already good at and to capitalize off of that and figure out, okay, I'm good at this. How can I incorporate that into my daily work? And how can I help my coworkers who might not excel at that like I do? And I think that's extremely important for us Gen Zers because, like I said, we're young. We don't really know what we're doing. We're like little baby deers. Our legs barely work yet in the workforce. That's a pretty cute metaphor. I like it. Yeah, I'm glad. (laughs) So we're figuring that out. And not only does that help personally, Mm. it helps me in my personal relationships, but it also helps me with my relationships at work, which leads me into my next point of relationships. I think mentorship is huge for Gen Z. I think having someone to use as an example in a workplace is incredibly important. I know I can specifically look up to McKinley. She started in my position. She was a brand coordinator, and now she's a brand manager. And I can look to her and I can ask her for advice because whatever I'm going through, she's been through before. And having that kind of security blanket makes me feel so much better coming into work every day because I know that I have someone that's going to help me no matter what. And I can learn from her and I can implement what she does into my daily life here. And then just trust. Like I I trust everyone at Craftsman a lot. And I know I can speak my mind. I know I can come to anyone with a thought and I'll be listened to. And I know that they trust me too. And that's incredibly important because that's a huge responsibility for Gen Z because I keep saying this, we're so young, we're brand new, and we haven't really built that trust yet. We haven't built the trust that we can get the job done. And so being able to develop that with not only yourself, but with your coworkers and know that you can rely on them is huge. Definitely. Thanks for adding so much, you know, insight into, you know, your generation. And it's so it's so interesting for for me. You know, I've been spending a lot of time on the phone, like I mentioned, in interviews and stuff. It took me quite a few interviews to find you. So I'm <laughs> glad I was patient. And and it's 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 really helpful for me, even as I was reading this outline and thinking about our we even had a conversation about staffing earlier this mm-hmm. morning and we were talking about, you know, potentially additional hires at at your level in which I probably am going to end up talking to a lot more mm-hmm. <laughs> Gen Zers and in <laughs> that process. And, and frankly, so will you. Mm-hmm. And so will the rest of our brand management team. And so these types of insights are really helpful for us in that regard. But I also know that there's other practical ways that making sure that Gen Z is really just that we're showing that we're learning about that generation mm-hmm. as business owners and leaders and that we're actually doing something about it. It's one thing to sit here and listen to a podcast about Gen Zers and, you know, maybe the title caught your attention and now you're listening to this and, and learning, but it's a totally another thing to to go out and actually do something about it. And we mm-hmm. want to equip you, listener, to actually go out and do something about it. So, Ashley, why don't you walk us through your three-step plan for some things that we could actually end up doing in response to this info? Yeah. So, Sean, like you said at the beginning of this podcast, thinking about hiring Gen Z and having a Gen Z-based workforce is scary because it's new. But there are three ways that are actually really simple that you can make sure that you're creating a Gen Z-friendly workplace and creating an environment in which they can succeed. And the first one is to embrace technology. So Gen Z, we grew up in the digital age and technology actually enhances our productivity. So making sure that you're staying up to date with the newest softwares, 
the newest platforms you can use. Like, for example, we use Later for social media planning. Maybe one day a brand new platform would come out that would totally be better. Or like every day a new platform. Yeah, every day. (laughs) Every day a new platform comes out. So just making sure that you have a pulse on Mm. that. And even AI, that's Mm. extremely important. That's going to transform how we work. And me using AI has already transformed my productivity. So just making sure you're keeping a pulse on those things. And even asking your Gen Z coworkers, Mm -hmm. what's happening in the world? Like, what's going on? Like, what do you think we could implement to make it better Mm -hmm. is extremely important too. The way I think about it is that as a business owner, because I I play a different role in the business than Mm -hmm. you, although sometimes I I think that what you do is so much more valuable. (laughs) But (laughs) whenever I I think about it, it's almost like you have, if you have Gen Z employees in your business, you essentially have a mini focus group on current culture. That's true. And built in to your business. Mm-hmm. And the only difference between somebody who is thriving in this regard and really struggling is somebody who's willing to intentionally take advantage of the resources that already exist. Mm-hmm. And so I, I hope that you notice, and I'm sure I'm sure you do. I probably ask you too many questions, but I am like just obnoxiously curious with my younger employees because I think that they present an opportunity to you know those moments whenever there's like a, a third party and you mm-hmm. like bring them into a situation and they say something, you're like, wow, that's like yeah. exactly what I've been thinking all along. Well, I, I view, you know, you and also some other younger team members on our team as being that for us, mm-hmm. as being that gut check for this is what's going on in the world and we're blind to it in a mm-hmm. lot of regards, you know? I guess I'm I'm an old man, I guess, now. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> in the us. overall scheme of things. So um, you know, just think about mm-hmm. the fact that you have some built-in resources there. Yeah, that's great. Use Gen Z as your litmus test. Mm-hmm. And then the second one is consider a hybrid working environment. Gen Z actually prefers hybrid over remote. And that I think correlates directly to Gen Z prioritizing personal coworker relationships. If you're working only remote, you're not going to have the opportunity to build those relationships or even have a mentor. You might incorporate that, but it's probably going to be more difficult if you're not having face-to-face time. So consider a hybrid working environment. I think it would definitely be worth it if it's possible. Yeah. the I hear all the time there's either people who feel like they need to be on the left of this argument or the right or the black or the white. Mm-hmm. And I really do think that it's an important insight in that like a lot of times people are making decisions about remote work or in office work based off of, you know, younger employees. Mm-hmm. Oh, I feel pressured by my younger employees to have a remote like to have a remote exclusive work environment or mm-hmm. you know, maybe sometimes in few occasions it might be the opposite, but most of the time it's kind of like we need to move to remote or mm-hmm. something like that. And I think it's really insightful to think about the fact that you actually really appreciate those days that we have in the office, but mm-hmm. then also like you really love, you know, wearing your sweats and sitting on the couch yeah, and exactly. dialing in. Not that you would ever do so on a client meeting, but mm-hmm. at least not on camera. Yeah. But definitely I've seen how a hybrid environment mm-hmm. is it's not it's not just something that makes you happier, but mm-hmm. it actually makes us more productive exactly. as a team. Right. Yeah. And also it relates back to balance of that's what Gen Z is looking for. And so having hybrid, you can go in the office and you can work remotely. So you have the best of both worlds. Yeah, that's great. All right. Give us that the last zinger, if you will. All right. So the last one is what we've already focused on a little bit, but to make sure that you're emphasizing purpose and impact Mm. in your work. Mm. And ways that you can do this is by implementing a mission statement, having a list of values. But It goes more than just writing those words down and having them on your website. It's actually implementing them into what you do every day. 
So I know here at Craftsman, we talk about our values and our mission statement all the time. Every Monday morning meeting, we talk about it and we have a really good conversation about it. And even in our one-on-ones, we always try and check in on how we're gauging with our values. And that's been extremely helpful for me. And like I talked about before, it's really led and connected with my purpose, my own personal purpose. And so I think it would be really important to make sure that you're not just having those words just to have words, but you're actually putting meaning behind it. Yeah, I, I find myself, once again, from from my seat, feeling often a little guilty slash foolish about encouraging my team to really lean into purpose. Mm-hmm. And like, like, for example, like I'll say, hey, guys, what, can somebody remind me what our purpose is here? Mm-hmm. And like the whole team is kind of like, oh, I rolls around. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Here goes Sean again. Mm-hmm. But. One thing I've learned is to, as as the leader, be able to get over that initial reaction and to yeah. understand the core truth. And that is that our team appreciates the fact that our business has purpose. Mm-hmm. And if we get, you know, sidetracked by that initial kind of, you know, reaction from the team whenever the, that eye roll happens or whatever, you can really find yourself in a, in a, in a, in a predicament mm-hmm. where your business is not actually... Maybe you had purpose once, but it's an active practice that takes practice. Mm-hmm. And our team does a really good job of, of doing that. Even in moments where I feel foolish, I've really tried to be diligent about continually pushing it. And it's helpful to hear that that's coming through. Yeah, I love it. It's great. Don't stop it, even with the eye rolls. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is such a, a fun conversation per usual. I'm really impressed specifically, and I'm sure all of our listeners will too, in your confidence and in what you're bringing to the table every day for our clients. Anybody who works with you is lucky. That's definitely for certain. And and especially even regards to this conversation, you've added value once again. And we're excited to continually pour into you so that you can pour into us and our clients. So thanks for being here. Oh, thanks, Sean. Yeah. Anytime. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if anybody wants to speak to my Gen Z expert, Ashley, just let her know because that's a much more direct path than coming to me. If you would like to talk to me about marketing or strategy or building a really great brand and maybe even how attracting Gen Z talent comes into the mix, I'd love to talk with you. Follow along with us on Instagram at craftsman.creative. Go to our website, craftsmancreative.com or subscribe to this podcast. Thanks. Thanks.